Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> You've mentioned that it's, it's important that, that you see yourself, that is the, the important position that, that you, you have, that YouTube has in how to deal with, with content, whether to downrank it, to demonetize it. Um, depending on, on the jurisdiction you're in, you know, in, in some countries uh, like Germany, uh, courts have taken a, a rather strong position on, on the limits of what platforms uh, can do. Uh, they must not act arbitrarily, or they have to stick to their, 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 their standards and implement them. So, so how. Um, how how does that does that work in practice? You perhaps can can elaborate a, a bit on that. How do you make sure that, uh, in light of the many different jurisdictions out there, you 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 navigate this uh, this this uh, um, um, this this minefield between uh, national jurisdictions, between keeping uh, advertisers happy, between keeping users interested? Sure, sure. No, great great question. Uh, well, first of all, I'll say that for uh, you know we we work around the globe, and you're right, certainly there are many different laws and many different um, jurisdictions, and we um, we enforce the laws of the various jurisdictions around speech or what's considered safe or not safe. Um, that's true for, for democratically elected governments. Um, it might get a little bit more complicated in, in non-democratically elected governments. Um, and and for the most part, you know, so basically we, we enforce those laws. Um, that actually hasn't been the controversial part. What has been the controversial part has been when there is content that would be deemed as harmful, but yet is not illegal. Um, so an example of that, for example, would be COVID. Like, I'm not aware of there being laws by governments saying around COVID in terms of not being able to debate the efficacy of masks or where the virus came from or the right treatment or proposal, but yet there was a lot of pressure and concern about us um, distributing misinformation that went against what was considered the standard and accepted medical knowledge. Um, and so this category of harmful but not um, but but legal has been, I think, where most of the discussion has been. And you know, for us, we look at that content and we think about the, the role that we play in society. Um, we want to be doing the right thing for our users and for our creators. Um, we also generate revenue from advertisers. And if we are serving content that is seen by our advertising community as not benefiting society, um, no advertiser is going to want to appear on that. And they're certainly not going to even want to appear on a, a different you know, content that is positive if they think the platform as a whole is not being responsible. So mm -hmm. we are generally very aligned. Like responsibility is really is good for our business. And we, uh, you know, we have over 2 million creators on our platform that we share revenue with. So if we're not generating revenue for them, then you know, that's a problem for our creators. Um, they create you know, beautiful and incredible content, and we share the majority of revenue mm -hmm. with them. So, um, 
Yeah. So, so basically that's like, you know, so I think governments like can, can always, you know, our, our recommendation if governments want to have more control over online speech is to, to pass laws, to have that be very cleanly and clearly defined such that we can implement it. Let me start off by saying that it is no surprise that YouTube is calling on the government to censor speech. I mean, it's YouTube, it's Google, Twitter, it's all of them. They all do it. They all wish they had their way and they could just erase the First Amendment and you didn't have the right to say anything. You only had the right to say what they agree with or what they want you to say. So it's not a big surprise that they're going after it. I just think it's so foolish that these people don't understand what you are advocating for eventually is going to come get you just like everybody else. Don't think that you're immune to it. That once they start stopping people from saying things, that you're going to get away and just be able to say whatever you want to say because it's not going down that way. I also think these people are incredibly stupid because you're willing to give away your freedoms. You're willing to let the government control you. Why would you want to be controlled by anybody? Why would you want people to tell you what you can and cannot say? What they deem as misinformation or disinformation as opposed to information that you find and you think is relevant so you may repeat it or want to say it on a show like this or any other conservative or liberal show. You, know, you find interesting information, you should have the right to talk about it and the people that you interview and talk to about it or have the right to their opinion, have the freedom to say what they want to say via the first amendment. It amazes me how easily these people are willing to throw that away and just say, yes, uncle Sam, big brother, tell me what I can say. Tell me what I can do. Tell me what I can wear. I will do and say anything that you want. My life is now yours. It's no longer mine. It's just so dumb. How dumb do you people have to be? What do you people need to go through to figure out that the decision you are making right now is going to bite you right in the rear? What's it going to take? You know, that old saying, as a parent, as an adult, you say sometimes you just got to let people fall on their face. Sometimes you just got to let them do it. Let them, let them fall on their face and they'll figure it out. They'll learn. But this is a moment where you people aren't allowing someone to fall on their face. You people are taking people like myself, people like you that are listening that know better and you're smashing our faces into the ground because we don't want it. We're fighting against it. You're advocating for something that we are completely against. I don't know. It's all so dangerous right now. It's all so concerning. Every day something new comes out that it just never seems to be enough. These people want more and more and more. They will not stop until we are all in chains, until we can only do and say and think the way they want us to. You know, I know there was a big push for it a year or a year and a half ago, 1984. Listen, if you haven't read that book, Okay, if you read it in high school, like a lot of us did, if you, if you read it a long time ago, reread it, refresh yourself. It's going to scare you to death because so many things that you see in that book are already beginning to happen right now. 
and it's just a little preview of how it ends. And I know it seems far-fetched because it's a fantasy book, but it's not that far-fetched because you could translate it into real life. Look what happened in Nazi Germany. Do we really want to run the risk of that coming back, especially here in America, the superpower, the land of the free, the home of the brave? Do we really need that here? Do you people really need to experience that to wake up? I hope all of you wake up before it's too late because the hour is very late and you guys are still asleep. Wake up, America. Wake up before it's too late. All right, Trudeau. <laughs> Canada's pushing hard. You think it's bad here? Oh, boy, Canada's Canada's even worse. Earlier in the week, we talked about everything that's going on with Trudeau, dictator Trudeau. Uh, here's a little snippet that I'd like you to listen to. To me, it's really justification for what I said earlier about how we need to pay attention to it because if you think people there aren't watching they are listen to what the justice minister has to say look you've just compared people who may have donated to this to the the same people who are funding maybe a terrorist I just want to be clear here sir this is really important a lot of folks says look I just don't like your vaccine mandates and I donated to this now it's illegal should I be worried that the bank can freeze my account what's your answer to that well, I think if you if you are a member uh, of you know a pro-Trump movement who's donating hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars to this kind of thing, then you ought to be worried. All right, two things. First and foremost, you're donating to a cause that you believe in. People that are fighting for their freedom in their country against the draconian laws that are be putting in that are being put into place, and against a prime minister who was acting like a dictator and by declaring emergencies so he has the power to do whatever he wants to do. Why is that a problem to donate to these people? They're all peaceful. Granted, they might be blocking roadways, but they're still peaceful. There is no gunfire, there's no there's no issues that they're having, no violent issues that they're having. They're peaceful. Not only are they peaceful, as I've said, they also clean up when they're done. They are just trying to fight for their freedom. My second problem that I have there is, why is he calling out Trump supporters? Why is Americans involved in this? Granted, we're lending a lot of support, but if you've read any of the reports, the majority of donors are Canadian. They are not American. Go back in the report and see what they've now shown you, and they will show you that the majority of the money that the convoy is getting is through Canadian support. People who are are quietly supporting them because they feel the same way that those truckers do, and now they're all being put out on blast and they're going to go after all of them. But why are you calling out Trump supporters? Why are you attacking America, Americans? Why are you coming after us? Because I'll tell you, one thing that I know for sure of anything you can or cannot say about Trump, you could say whatever you like about him, but Trump, when he was in the White House, he stood for something bigger than the President of the United States. And I think that's what people fail to understand is why he was so beloved all around the world. Because he didn't just stand 
for the United States. Granted, he took care of us first, as he should. That's his job as president. But he's a symbol of freedom right now. He's not a dictator. When he got up there, he had an opportunity. If he wanted to be a dictator, he could have done what Trudeau is currently doing right now. He could have seen COVID-19 come in, and he could have taken as much power as he wanted to, and he could have smashed us all over the head, and he could have been the dictator that they've been accusing him of being for the past four years, and he didn't. He gave the power back to the people. He believes in freedom. He believes in the Constitution. So he has become a symbol of freedom to the entire world. Why do you think during our presidential elections in 2020, you would see little video clips all around the world, Africa, Europe, Canada, United States, Mexico, all these people marching for Trump, wanting him to win in America because they knew If he was absent from the presidency, they knew that that was going to affect their fate as well. And look where we are at right now. Canada is fighting for their freedom. Their freedom is being taken away from them. All around the world, you're having the same problem. Look at the draconian laws they were were and and still are doing in Australia. From all the reports coming out, it's like they're in maximum security prisons. You can't leave your house. You can only go a certain distance from your house. You can't sit outside and sunbathe. You can't do anything. If you're not vaccinated, if you're not wearing your mask, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. They have snuffed out your freedom. So the justice minister, he's calling out freedom. He's not calling out Trump directly. He's calling out Trump's people. He's calling out people like me that believe in freedom. He's calling people out like you that believe in freedom because Trump has now become a symbol of freedom. These are scary people. They crave power. Again, earlier this week, I showed you, I let you listen to it with your own ears. Justin Justin Trudeau admires China for being a dictatorship because they can make whatever changes they need to make. They don't need to govern through the people. They do it themselves and this is what it's going to be. And he admires that because he craves power just like the rest of them. God, these people make me sick. All right. And something that's going to make your blood boil probably more than it already is. Uh, Private schools across the country are training teachers to expose kids as young as four years old to sexually explicit content in secrecy and without parents' knowledge directed by the National Association Independent Schools as part of a queer inclusive curriculum. (laughs) Uh, Breitbart News has reviewed an extensive trove of the NAIS documents and teacher training supplies to private schools nationwide, which, under the guise of being queer and LGBTQ plus inclusive, my God, what, alphabet people. I mean, I mean, the only reason you're hearing plus is because there's additional letters behind it. So why not just call me alphabet people? Because pretty soon it's going to be the whole freaking alphabet. Uh, urge the use of graphic sexual material in class classes starting at pre-K. Nearly an hour-long training workshop at the NAIS flagship conference in 2020, reviewed by Breitbart News, 
featured a discussion about how to talk to kids about gender and sexuality and identity, including how to talk to kids in pre-K about their bodies, boobies, penises, and vaginas. Oh, man. And what they feel like inside. Do they feel like a boy or a girl? The conference covers how to teach kids sex, sexuality, and gender identity from pre-K to 8th grade. Starting in pre-K, we talk about their boobies, the parts that they were born with, about their penises and vaginas, and whether they make somebody a boy or girl, but also their feelings. What do they feel like inside? Do they feel like a boy or a girl? What does their... You know what? I can't can't even read it anymore. I'm just... I... I'm a father of four. One girl, three boys. I can assure you, kids know what they are. You just see it in the way they act. They know if they're a boy. They know if they're a girl. Where the confusing part comes in is where completely sick, demented morons like these people talk to kids about things that are totally age-unappropriate because they can't grasp the concept of what you're talking to them about, so they end up being confused. That's where the problem lies. The problem is the adults. It's not the kids. Kids don't see color. Kids don't see, well... They see gender. Because boys know girls or girls know boys. So they obviously know what the hell gender they are. Okay? They don't see color. They don't think about anything sexually at all. If you have a little kid, and I'm sure a lot of you have, and if you haven't, get ready. Because you're going to be walking through the kitchen one day, and your one and one and a half year old's going to go running by streaking, laughing because they're running away from you chasing them to put clothes on. Do they think about being naked? No. They just think it's funny. You're trying to put something on them, and they're hauling butt by the kitchen, and you're like, whoa, there goes Flash. Okay? This is how kids are. They don't think about that stuff, nor should they. Their minds can't handle it. It's too complex to think about. Not to mention, I'd hate to be the bearer of bad news for anybody who thinks they are anything other than what you were born as because if you were born with a penis, guess what? You're a boy. And if you were born with a vagina, you're a girl. That's it. Period. End of story. I don't care how you feel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cancel me. Because I don't care how you feel. You people want to talk about science? Let's talk about science. Let's talk about actual science. Okay, you're all the, the science community when it came to COVID. Everybody, well, you guys don't believe in science. Well, apparently you guys don't either because you think a boy can transform into a girl or a boy, and it depends on what day you are, and we're gender fluid. Today I'm a boy, tomorrow I'm a girl. Oh, you know what? I'm a boy these four hours of the days, and then I'm a girl the next five hours of the days. Why? Because, no, you know what the problem is? You're insane. You got mental problems. You need some help. Something happened to you in the past that has messed you up. I'm sorry to tell you that. I don't really care how blunt or if it sounds insensitive. Something happened somewhere to make you feel that way. Either somebody confused you and convinced you of things that are not true. They put you in this weird fantasy world because that's what they wanted you to be. Not what you were intended to be. Or something bad happened to you that makes you that way. And if you want to further go into science, since everybody loves science so much, Boys and girls have different chromosomes, (laughs) not to mention different organs, because girls can reproduce, guys can't. Sorry, we supply something to it, 
But we don't have, in my opinion, thank God, I don't birth any children because I've watched it four times. It looks very uncomfortable, and I feel bad for all moms. It's a wonderful prize in the end, the best gift you're ever going to get. But the journey to get there has good moments, and it has a lot of crappy moments. And you poor things are tired, and it's hard on your bodies. And then the moment of truth comes, and that's even worse. And it's tough for those few hours. And then after that, life is good. However, we have different organs. I can't do that just like you can't pee standing up. (laughs) Unless you want to pee all over yourself. (laughs) I mean, some people, you never know. I'm just sick and tired of these people going out of their way to secretly confuse children against the will of their parents because I guarantee you a lot of the reason that these kids are in private school is their parents pulled them out of public school because they were teaching them crap like that and now you're paying somebody to teach them crap like that you have to take I know it's hard I do listen I work I'm just like, I'm an average person just like you. I work 50 hours a week at home. I do this every single day on top of that. Not to mention 50 hours a week at work. When you come home, it doesn't stop when you have little people running all over the house. They're crazy. You know, got to help mom out. Mom can't do it all by herself. Mom's getting killed all day long. Okay. (laughs) She's cleaning nonstop. So you got to help out. For me, Uh, My day generally starts when I wake up at 3.45 in the morning and I most days go to bed around 11. And that is my sleep, period, the end. Okay, In between that, I'm generally wide open all day. And I know it's hard with schedules like that, but you've got to take, you have to pay so much attention to what's going on in your kids' lives. You have to take that extra step, go that extra mile as a parent. You got to talk to them. You got to ask them what they're being taught. Tell me, make sure there's no secrets being kept. Have open communication with them so that if they come home and they say, hey, mom, they told me I can be a boy today. You go, what? <laughs> Time to go to school. Which teacher told you that? Okay, first, you're going to lose a few teeth, and then me and the principal are going to have a nice conversation. Yeah, (laughs) because you just, you you got to take the time. You know, you're responsible to protect these little people. They can't do it themselves. You have sick, twisted individuals trying to warp the minds of these these children, and it's for specific reasons. You know, when you create this type of uh, confusion in their mind, people that are not stable are easily controlled easily. They'll believe anything. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for so much. They, they don't know what they're looking for because their mind is confused. You need to make sure that doesn't happen to yours. Let them grow up to be strong like you, strong like me, strong people where they see stuff like this and they go, uh-uh, not on my watch. You know, I know better, period. I know what the truth is. My God. You know, when I read articles like that, it just blo- it just boils my blood. I can't. Just leave the kids alone. Well, it's Friday. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Yay me. <laughs> we did it another week. So I guess that every week it seems like it's getting a little easier. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, or first of all, let's, let's start at the beginning. You know, I love doing this at the end of every episode. I should actually just 
pre-record this once and save myself a little bit of time and headache, but apparently I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, <laughs> please rate and review me. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, oh, wait, Monday, President's Day, Trump's app launches. God willing, the end of this will be different on Monday. <laughs> I truly hope so. We'll see. But for now, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gab or Parlor. I am at The Real Little Joe. Cloud Hub, I am at Little Joe CC. And if you'd like to check out any videos that I do, I generally put them out once uh, on Fridays, which is today. Um, it's just hard to get everything going. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. YouTube, Little Joe CC. Otherwise... I hope you have a blessed and beautiful weekend. I hope some of you got Monday off, so you have a nice long weekend. Try to get some sleep. Have fun with the family, and we will do it again on Monday.